Welcome to the Relentlessly Love Podcast. It's me, Amanda. Here I'm going to share my stories with you, share tips and tricks on things I've learned along the way, and I'm going to ask you some simple questions. The goal here is to help you fall relentlessly in love with yourself. Hi, friend. How are you today? Um, I am super excited to tell you about this story. It's something that took me a second to realize what was going on, but once I did, I went, oh, hell no. Oh, uh uh-uh. Oh, no, ma'am. So I'm going to talk to you today about the solar plexus chakra. And I'm going to walk you through a story that happened during the holidays and kind of put two and two together for myself and really spent the time to rebalance my solar plexus chakra. So for people who may not know, I'm just going to throw in some basic chakra info here. You have seven basic chakras that rotate through your body. Okay, so you got your heart and then your tummy. And then you have right on your sex organs and then right in between your upper thigh is your root. So you have seven that start at your crown and they go up and down that way. Each uh, chakra, to me, they're like little wheels that spin. I have a bracelet called find your bearings because wheels have bearings, right? So every, can I feel my heart chakra like right now? (laughs) Um, when it's out of balance, it's either rotating super, super, super fast, or it's slow and groggy and it doesn't, you know, something, something's up, right? So when you have a chakra that's out of balance, things happen in your body that are kind of like red flags almost, or like indications or notifications that like come across your screen, right? So they start going off. All the notifications are like, hello, hello, hello. The chakra's out of balance. Hello, hello. And until you are like super, I wouldn't say super. I'm being dramatic. Until you are aware of your body and then aware of your chakras and you kind of learn how to put two and two together, you can use basic information to kind of feel out what's going on. So super basic information. We're just going to talk about the solar plexus today because this story is so perfect and I think a lot of people may relate to it. So the solar plexus, like I said, is right at your stomach. This is where you hold your personal power. So let me maybe show you a little bit right here. So it's right here right at your tummy. And you can see that I had my nail girl do yellow on my nails. I was feeling like I needed needed some yellow in my life. Maybe that's why we're talking about the solar plexus and I'm back at it at camera. So with the solar plexus, it's, uh, okay, it's your boundaries. It's your personal power. 
Now, when I say personal power, I don't mean your cockiness or your aggressiveness. Like, I'm not talking about that. This is your confidence. This is where you hold your boundaries, okay? This is where you hold self-respect, self-honor. This is the, the chakra that you can also develop really great self-control. Um, I'm going to read a little bit out of my chakra journal that um, I took for my class. Um, it says, this energy center also resonates with humor, laughter, radiance, warmth, courage, responsibility, and accountability. Okay, so all of that goes into self-control, right? Or self-esteem, right? If you think you're funny, like you're going to be laughing, right? <laughs> I think I'm funny, but I don't think most people think I'm funny, but I think I'm hilarious. Just saying. <laughs> okay, so when your solar plexus is out of balance, it's out of whack, it's not rotating correctly, um, this is how you're going to know. Okay, so I'm going to, again, read from my chakra book. Um, Lisa Starana is my teacher for Reiki. So she was my Reiki master teacher. She did all three of my Reiki placements for me, as well as I have taken her eight-week chakra course. Love her. Love her, love her, love her. So I'm going to read out of her um, workbook here about what an out-of-balance solar plexus looks like, feels like, is. Okay? So you have low self-esteem, fearful of being alone, needing consistent reassurance. You have no self-respect, a lack of self-honor, letting others be responsible for you, giving personal power away, letting others make decisions for you. And then on the other side of that, uh, there's a need to be controlling and aggressive you take on too much responsibility you're overly concerned about what others are thinking about you you're acting better than and judging people or you put too much emphasis on power and recognition you have resentment anger fear and hatred those are all signs that your solar plexus are out of balance. So I'm going to tell you now about the story that had me recognizing that my solar plexus was completely out of whack, completely out of whack. So I'm going to start off with the characteristic of it being out of balance. It's letting others be responsible for you and letting them make decisions for you okay so that's part of the situation i was in so i had a friend that was a new friend we connected immediately and it was it was natural it felt easy there there was never like a waiting period to be open with each other uh, I shared my Reiki journey with her she shared her spiritual journey with me and 
we we got close really quickly now part of the connection coincidence i'm not sure was she was my mother's age and her name was the same as my family member so it felt very what's the right word it felt very divine right it felt very divine that we were friends and as time went on we got to know each other more and more she was sharing things with me i was learning a lot from her as well as i i believe that i was being helpful and she learned some things from me as well so then comes thanksgiving and the, that so last year thanksgiving 21 thanksgiving i did not have kelsey i was literally by myself i didn't have anybody around and i literally was going to make myself a lasagna and just stay home by myself on thanksgiving day it's the plan i had well then i obviously told my friend that you know no i'm just gonna be at home well that was not okay with her so she texted me later the night before and she before thanksgiving and she told me that she'd set out a chair and a nameplate for me and that it was it was ready for me and i i didn't want to go i didn't want to go but something inside of me said just go and try it just i mean what's the harm <laughs> what's the harm in going to thanksgiving dinner with a perfectly good strangers like a whole house full of strangers like it'll be fine so I was a little reluctant but I still I went it felt fine I yeah it was fine nothing weird happened like everything was cool so as time goes on after Thanksgiving then it was a little like there were more things that were red flags to me um, I was really struggling with something that was going on in her life and I knew it was because of my past that I was struggling with it like I said I don't have family around I don't have people that are here to celebrate things with me um, my son is basically the only one that I celebrate most things with now that I have a boyfriend, it's a little different, um, but at the time, I didn't. So she was so excited for these new life events in her life, and I was trying to not be judgmental and really trying to work through her excitement and make it work for both of us. So I had to pull in a mentor, and I really had to like sit back and just know that her excitement and my disappointment, it wasn't personal, right? So I let it go. So then it comes um, the last week of December-ish. Um, craziness's work had calmed down. Like I had Kelsey for Christmas this year. The, I mean, everything was just quiet. And the friend had gotten really sick, really sick out of nowhere. Um, oh no, no, 
Oh my god, I forgot to tell you the most important fucking part. So before Christmas, it was, hey, like, I really want to go to lunch with you. She had asked me a few times to, like, go to lunch, get coffee, whatever the case may be. So I was like, yeah, like, we could do that. And, of course, it was busy season at work. So I'm like, oh, I'm busy. So I probably have to wait till after Christmas. And so I wasn't necessarily pushing it off, but I wasn't necessarily excited to go. So then it came to where I had, we had scheduled a time to meet up and go to lunch together. Like we had a date, a time, a place to go, all the things. And this was after Christmas at that point. That day, two days before, I was so nauseous. I was so nauseous out of nowhere. I wasn't PMSing. I hadn't ate something weird. Like there was nothing going on astrologically. Like I could not understand why I was so nauseous. I went home wor from work early one day because I was so nauseous and I we were dead. So it was fine. And I couldn't figure out why I was so nauseous. And I ended up getting some like ginger root tea. And I was drinking some ginger root tea. She had offered all of these. Um, my friend had offered all of these oils to try. And I was doing Reiki on me. Like I was trying to really figure out like why I got so like why I was getting so sick all of a sudden. Then it came to the day when we were going to meet for lunch. I had a appointment at the salon. And I was so sick. I was so nauseous. Like the the tea wasn't working. I I could barely eat anything. And my nail, my beauty girl, I call my beauty girl, right? She's like, "Are you okay today?" And I was like, "No, like I'm so nauseous, and I don't understand what's going on." So as we started talking a little bit more, I was like, "Yeah, and I've I've got to go to this lunch today." And like, I don't know, it just feels weird. I don't feel good. It just doesn't feel right. And so. I sent a message to my friend and I was like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't feel good today. I, I think I'm going to need to reschedule. And then it turned into she wanted to save me and help me. And how she wished that she could bring me tea and soup and take care of me. And it started to feel a little odd because like, Y'all know, I've literally said it three times in the last 14 minutes. People don't take care of me. <laughs> I've never had a nurturing adult in my life that took care of me. Like, I made my own damn soup when I was sick. Like, if I was sick, I took care of my damn self. Like, I went and found the medicine. Like, there was no one to take care of me. I took care of myself. So, it was so hard for me to accept her help. And so, even though it was just a text... And it was not anything crazy, right? Like she wasn't offering to come over and clean the house or anything like that. It was just, she wanted to make me food and give me some oils. And it just felt off, very off. And I, you know, and I was, I very much want to, when when I have an issue, I always internalize it. Why am I struggling with this, right? Why is this weird to me? Well, to me, I kept asking, like, why is it so weird that you cannot receive her help? And, you know, I thought about it. I thought, well, 
you know, maybe, maybe it's just because I have never had anybody help me before. And so it's just a little weird that it's coming on so thick, right? So I just chopped it up to that, right? Well, we tried, we didn't really reschedule, but we said we would. So then the next week, she got really sick, really sick, was in the emergency room. And I had a phone call with her while she was in the emergency room. It was something to where you, I can't help you. Uh, like, thank you for calling. I, I can't be of service at the moment. Like, go take care of yourself. Like, you're fine. No big deal. Do what you got to do. Call me when you're better. Like, don't worry about it, right? So then, three weeks later, two weeks later, um, my boss, no way is he involved in this relationship, gets an email. And I was being accused of basically being a horrible human. She recited the conversation that we had together. And uh, when she was really sick, she recited the conversation back to my boss, mind you, who had no part in this situation. And couldn't believe that because I was the face of the company, I would treat people like that. and that my company <laughs> hires people that are horrible, basically. The next day, I opened up my book. This book had been sitting on my nightstand for a month. I couldn't pick the thing up. I couldn't do it. I could not pick this book up and I would look at it and I would be like, I don't want to read you today. And the book literally replied with, then don't fucking read me today. And we literally had it out for each other for a month. Then the next day, the next fucking day after me and my boss discussed this issue, issue, <laughs> literally, I read in my book about keeping people close to you that are important to you. And in this chapter, he goes through and talks about people that have a savior mentality. A savior mentality meaning they want to be the hero in any situation. They want to be recognized for being always of service and always protecting everybody and always helping all the people and getting all the credit for it, but they don't take credit for it, but they want the credit for it, but they don't take credit for it, basically is what the savior mentality was. I literally looked at the book and I went, that's exactly why I was not going to read you because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I went through a month of hell basically trying to figure out why the hell I was so nauseous all of a sudden why things started to feel weird around me 
and why I was starting to shut down. I was starting to put all my walls up and I've worked really hard to put all my walls down. <laughs> it all made sense to me. I allowed this person to take care of me, to try to take care of me, to give her responsibility for things that are my responsibility to take care of. And she wanted to take it from me. I wasn't allowing it. And when I was allowing it, I was getting sick because she was taking away my, she was taking away the power that I have so that she could be, uh, be the savior instead of me being my own savior, right? Which I've practiced my whole life. And in this situation, I was letting her make decisions for me, right? She made the decision about Thanksgiving. She says, I'm going to put a table out. And I went, oh God. And then I let her have the power over that situation instead of being honest with myself and just enjoying my fucking lasagna alone. You know what I mean? I had already made a decision. I had already made the decision. And she would take responsibility for things that I needed to take responsibility for, right? I needed to be the one to take care of myself. It's my responsibility to take care of me. There's no need to take care of me. I'm I'm good. And that I I was allowing her to try. I hope that makes sense. Um <laughs> I look again here at this list, right? And it says fear of being alone. I was scared to be alone. And she wanted to be that savior. And I gave her that power instead of me being my own savior on Thanksgiving, right? And then obviously there was way more situations that I don't even have the time to talk to you about today because they're irrelevant at this point. But I think I've done a really great job of explaining to you how I gave away my power and how I was letting somebody else make decisions for me and how that threw me off, threw my body off, threw my body off so bad. I was so sick to my stomach, literally, literally sick to my stomach. When you look at the solar plexus, the, the body parts that are associated with it is literally your stomach, your digestive system, gallbladder, kidneys, liver, I literally was so sick to my stomach. I couldn't even believe it. Out of no, out of nowhere, as I do air quotes, right? <laughs> so when you are in tune with your chakras, they will speak to you. Your body is a vessel to speak to you in ways that other things may not. Your mind is trying to protect you, right? My my ego was trying to tell me like, she's fine, Amanda, she's safe. Like you're allowed to let people take care of you. But I, my body and my higher self knew better. They knew what she was trying to do and I'd never dealt with that before. Now in the moment, I learned grace really fast in that moment of, holy shit, like, I get it now. When a chakra's out of balance, holy shit, it tells you quick. And I really learned a lot from that whole situation. So if you have resonated with this, you, you get the solar plexus, right? So here's a few recommendations for you 
that will help get your um, solar plexus back rotating correctly. So I do have a few of these stones on my website for different bracelets. Um, they are any yellow crystal, anything that has a yellow hue to it. Okay, so citrine and calcite. Obviously, they need to be yellow. Here's one of those. This one's raw, a raw piece, so it looks a little. Sorry, my nails are like taking away from this beautiful rock. Um, and then sunstone. So on my website, I do have sunstone. I name it Baddie, um, like she a bad bitch. Um, so I there's that sunstone on there as well. And then I also had have add the karma, which helps with um, like bringing in your, you know, abundance. Like you have that personal power to go out and get that money. You know, you have that confidence. Um, and then I also have. Uh, oh shoot, what's the other one? Citrine. The citrine that I have. Wait, is that right? They both citrine. Oh lord. The other one is called. Oh my gosh, drive. It's called drive. Drive or driven. Um, that one is for sure citrine. And then add the comma is calcite. And then baddie is sunstone. So those are the three bracelets that I have on my website right now that really help with the solar plexus. And then if you want a bracelet to amplify anything, I literally have a bracelet called Amplify and it's clear quartz. Clear quartz just helps really like make any stone that it's next to cleansed and vibrate higher and even more intense. And I also have the chakra bracelet on there as well with the lava um, called Find Your Berries. So those are a few of the crystal recommendations. And then as far as uh, oils go, if you love essential oil and really um, using those as a, as a tool to help with your healing, um, let me make sure I'm not missing anything in here. Um, Okay, no, I'm not. Okay, so oils that I would recommend would be cinnamon, lemon, lang lang. I fucking love lang lang and grapefruit. So those are a few of the oils that I would recommend and the crystals. So I really hope that you were able to, you know, maybe learn something today you hadn't before and use my story to help you recognize when your solar plexus is out of balance. If you have any questions, make sure you send me a message on all the places. You can go to my website. You can email me. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram. Wherever it makes sense, you can also text me. My phone number is all over the internet. <laughs> um, and I fucking love you so much. And I, I truly hope that you learned just even something super quick today to help you feel better. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. I love you. Bye. Hey friend. Thanks again for listening in to this episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Manda stores, S T O R R S. 
And definitely make sure you check out my website, relentlessly.love. Right there, you'll have all of my blogs, bracelets, Reiki, and any coaching that I offer. I am so thankful for you, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. I love you.